Welcome to the Bounce Back Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Ryan Shura and Ty Havers. What's going on, everybody? Happy Friday. Today is May 19th. You're listening to the Bounce Back Sports Podcast. I'm Ryan Shearer alongside my buddy Ty Havers. A lot going on in the sports world as we speak, including the NBA playoffs, the NBA draft lottery concluded last night, and uh, as well as uh, we'll talk some baseball. But first, Ty, let's talk about these NBA playoffs. Bubble two, two bubble rematches. We have the Lakers playing the Denver Nuggets in the Western Conference Finals. And it, over in the Eastern Conference, we have the Celtics and the Heat. Nuggets won game one of that Lakers series. But first, let's talk about your 76ers. Um, they had two opportunities to win the series against the Celtics and fall short. And therefore, Doc Rivers is out. What do you got to say about that? I'm pretty happy Doc Rivers is out. Uh, losing three consecutive Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, especially, yeah, yeah, get out of here, Doc. He had 154 and 82 record in three seasons, but couldn't get it done, man. Boston had a chance at on Game Six at home to close it out, and they blew it. And then they just absolutely got throttled. Game Seven, Joel Embiid and James Harden combined eight for 29 for 24 points while Tatum puts up 51 of his own. Like, come on, dude. Uh, that's pathetic. But I, I did pick a couple podcasts ago that Boston was going to win this series. So, yeah. So you're happy about the the move for uh, getting rid of doc. Yeah, I am. But I will say though, like we got rid of, you know, doc rivers. Now we've got like Joel and beats had, this is going to be his fourth head coach. So, I mean, he's got to win with somebody. We gotta we gotta get this going, cause, and I don't I don't even think Harden was the problem. He wants like a three to four year deal now, and I don't know if the Sixers are gonna give it to him. And I will say Harden performed much better than Embiid did in the playoffs. Embiid had thirty three points per game all year in the regular season, and then came out in the playoffs. Granted, he had a knee injury uh, and scored twenty four points, but you can't play like that as an MVP game seven, and just. You know, he always says, I just, I gotta be better. And it's, yeah, yeah, you do. I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's a joke. But I hope they keep Harden. If they don't, though, I'm okay with it because Tyrese Maxey is going to be a star. And uh, you could get some really good, some really good players with with a Harden trade. Philly's out of the playoffs. Another Eastern Conference finals loss. And it has people talking about, you know, this whole Joel Embiid MVP. Because you got a guy in the Western Conference, Jokic, for the Nuggets, who have just, you know, he's just backing up his game with his play. Game one against the Lakers, this man had, triple double. I think, like 12 rebounds in the first, not even like first half. Like, he got to three bounds before the half ended. Um, he had a triple-double, and, and the rest is history. The, the Nuggets won by six. It was a lot closer there at the end. Give the Lakers credit. They did come back in the game. I believe they were down like 16, 18 points. But Nicole Jokic, man, like 34 points. He had 21 boards and 14 assists. So Oof. great game by him. He He's the man. He's like a point center. He could do it all. You think you should have won the MVP? I think so. Yeah, I could see. I could see. I know. Just like the numbers, man. Like every, every game, it, it seems like it's just the game. It's it's crazy. Well, he definitely puts up better numbers 
all across the board than Joel Embiid. I just think what helped Joel's towards the end of the year when they played Denver, Joel Embiid totally dominated uh, Nikel Jokic, and yeah, and then he just got screwed. At this guy just pisses me. I'm sorry. Just keep moving on. You keep talking about the Sixers, and I'm just getting <laughs> amped. We gotta talk about happy thoughts. Happy thoughts. Oh geez. All right. Yeah. I mean, My aim. this series should be fun to watch. This uh, Nuggets Lakers game also uh, happening on this Wednesday night. Game one of the Eastern Conference Finals, Miami Heat, Boston Celtics. This is gonna be a great, a great series. Jimmy Butler goes out there and says this is gonna be their year. And uh, hey, I'm really pulling for the Heat in this one. But you know, before the playoffs started, I think the Celtics. I think I chose the Celtics to win it all. So it wouldn't be a surprise if Celtics win this series. But I'm definitely pulling for the Heat. Same. How can you not root for Jimmy Butler? I th- yeah. I I think Boston's gonna win though too. I agree. Jimmy, uh, let's see here, averaging 23 points per game, almost six rebounds and 5.3 assists per game. Tatum, he's had some up and down starts. Um, in that last series, he I think he started uh the last two games of the series against Philly, like a combined 0 for 17 or something like that. So mm-hmm. he he's been you know getting off a little slow to start, but he turns it up there in, in the second half when it matters. Um, it's it's fun it's fun watching this Boston team, man. They just got so many weapons, and uh, I I wouldn't be surprised if they win this four games to one or four games to two. All right, I like but it. I'm rooting for the Heat. I I got to root for the Heat. I like uh, Eric Spolstra. I like Jimmy Butler. They got a they got a good group of guys. Duncan Robinson. Always got to root the underdog. Yeah, and Duncan Robinson, who barely plays anymore, which is ridiculous. Yeah. Like he used to play all the time for that team, signed a contract, and and now he's like fourth, fifth on the bench. It seems like. Yeah, he holds like some pretty good records for three point shooting for the Miami Heat, like above LeBron James and Dwayne Wade for oh yeah, I think playoff percentage three pointers. I think that's what it was, but yeah, he's he's a stud. Should be interesting. That game's at 8.30. We are recording on Wednesday, so it's going to be cool to see what happens there. How about this NBA draft lottery? We got to talk about that. Pistons got screwed over, man. You go, you win 17 games, and you end up with the fifth pick of the draft. It's it's a waste. Who are you going to get at five? There's no... This draft, everyone's saying this draft's pretty good and stuff, but it's really only the top two, three players. And then it really falls off, it seems like. It's just a sad day. We were all expecting number one pick. Uh, I believe the Pistons and the Spurs and the Rockets all had like a 14.7 chance in that pick. Uh, Spurs ended up with the number one pick. They're definitely going to get Wembenyana, I think, right? I mean, that's, that's the no-brainer number one pick this year. But I won't be surprised if the Pistons general manager, Troy Weaver, shops around with that fifth pick because I don't really think there's a guy we need that that's going to be there. So just a disappointing night. 17 games you win and you can't get Victor Wimbanyama. Seven feet tall and five inches. Seven five, dude. That was the pick. That was the pick. That would have just yeah Detroit on the map. Yeah, and I think it definitely would have helped this coaching search because let's say Detroit gets the number one pick. Uh, they were talking about today how Monty Williams, he would have been a strong candidate for, for that Pistons gig. If, if they would have got the number one pick 
he definitely probably would have came over here and coached. But, you know, nothing's too flashy about a number five pick and the people we already got besides Cade Cunningham and Jaden Ivey, uh, along with some other young talent. But that number one pick really would have put him over the top. The joke, man. They got robbed. Playing 17 games, man. Like, And that's just, I, I don't know. It's... It is what it is. Spurs. I mean, the Rockets got the fourth pick. Portland Trailblazers got mm-hmm. three. Charlotte got two. And then the Spurs, obviously, number one. But just sad day, man. I, I Everyone here was like, all right, we're going to get Wemby. It's going to be great. They had Ben Wallace representing uh, the team last night. And he did it before. And that, that was the year that we got the number one with Cade. So... The organization thought it would be a good idea to, to send him to the lottery again. Uh, it's hard to do stuff twice in a row, and uh, obviously that didn't happen. So, what about uh, how about this John Moran dude? Oh my gosh! I mean, when does it become a? I don't know. I really don't have any. It, like, it's just you got to be smarter than that, you know. I mean, he's twenty three years old. He's a young kid, but this just happened. Like a month ago, two months ago. And for him to be on Snapchat, I think it was his buddy's Snapchat account. Mm-hmm. It was a, a live video. Just just sad to see. Um, I hope he gets, I mean, who knows where John Morant's head's at right now, but he's probably got a lot going on. But it's just sad to see. I mean, you got to follow the rules, right? You represent the NBA. They have their own rules and regulations. And, you know, he didn't really break the law, let's say, but it is kind of breaking the law if you're an NBA player player you know people look up to you you have kids idolizing you you know you got i'm pretty sure nike like the deal with nike's gone he he had a deal with mm-hmm. nike uh nike took that away so i mean this is going to be a good learning opportunity but but when is it going to stop i mean he just did this right yeah yeah no he did he did it uh what was it two months ago? yeah he did it two months ago and he got fined six over six hundred thousand dollars oh $669,000. I just can't believe it. And I wanted to bring it up because I can't believe how good he is. Like, he's like a better Allen Iverson. He's, they're watching him in the Lakers series, man. He was so smooth. And ah, you just hate to see it because he could be a star. But at the end of the day, you want him to be, you know, safe outside of basketball. And uh, Adam Silver, the league commissioner of the NBA, uh, he was quoted all over the place saying, assuming the worst as the league investigates John Morant, who was suspended from all team activities. He says, honestly, I was shocked uh, what I saw this weekend. I mean, everyone is really everyone on ESPN was talking about it. You got, you know, other sports leagues talking about it. It's just something that can't happen. And, uh, you know, he's got to learn. He's got to learn like the rest of us. Ty. Bro needs some new friends, dude. Yeah, seriously. Like what? Like how do you think that's a good idea? I just don't. Yeah, I like what, what's sometimes. the what's the what's the thought? I just don't get it. Whatever. I agree. Whatever. I agree. Javi Baez. Javi Baez. <laughs> All right, we're on the <laughs> El Mago. Yeah, Tigers lost today, eight nothing against the Pirates of Pittsburgh. Uh, split the series. It was a short two game series. Tigers are around that five hundred mark. They're three games under. Tied for second in the AL Central. Hard to believe. Mm. But uh, it seems like things are quietly starting to get going. I, You know, guys' bats are getting hotter. Uh, the pitching's getting better. Uh, obviously, today, that was not the case. Eduardo Rodriguez was on the mound. 
He's had a great start to the season. Um, I think he's number two overall in the ERA so far this season. Probably changed after this game today, but I, I, I like what I'm seeing. Um, Riley Green, Tigers center fielder, batting 291. No clue why he had an off day today. If he was in there at center field, I don't think we would have lost that game because uh, Matt Veeting was playing center field, had one off his glove, and it produced two runs for the Pirates. Um, especially when the Tigers have an off day tomorrow. Like, how are you not playing this guy? He had three hits last night, and and, and you're just giving him an off day before an off day. So I, I don't understand that. But Yeah, that makes no sense. We live on. And uh, Tigers are 19 and 22. I, I can't complain. I, you know, from the start of the season, it was looking like it was going to be a lot worse. And who knows? There's a lot of baseball left. But, you know, they're watchable. I'm watching them again. They're close to 500. And uh, they got a series coming up Friday. So we shall see. Okay. Uh, <laughs> they play the Nationals in the three-game series who are 18 and 24. And then they go, they go and play the Royals who are 14 and 31. And then after that, terrible team. They play the White Sox, who I'm pretty sure they they're pretty bad too. Yeah, they're 15 and 28. Yeah. So these next three series, maybe the, if the Tigers can flirt with, uh, they should. I'm expecting you know they should be above over. 500. Yeah, I was just gonna say. Yeah, like I there's agree. a chance I, they I can agree. do that. I mean, and it would only help us in the division, like you said, we're playing uh, the Royals and the White Sox after uh they go to dc on friday but yeah definitely over 500 if if we're not over 500 after these three series then who knows what we're talking about record wise you know if, if they go in and win one game of each series that's that's pretty bad and you know <laughs> there's there's gonna be a lot of catch there's gonna be a lot of catching up to do but we'll see i'm excited i'll be watching the games how are how are the phillies doing we got an update on uh philly Phillies are a joke they just got swept. Yo, after going to the World Series? Yeah, dude. How they're responding after making that run, they are a joke right now. They have no pitching. <laughs> they just have absolutely no pitching. They just went to San Fran and got swept. And they're, they're losing, like, all these games just by high runs. Like, oh, my. The whole series against the Dodgers three uh, series ago. There was the Dodgers scored 10 runs or more all three games. It's a joke, dude. The hell's That's going terrible. on? Yeah, that Soto uh pitcher that Detroit gave us. Oh, yeah. Is he how's he doing? He's not doing anything, dude. <laughs> not doing anything. Just like hey, Matt Burling's yes. probably not doing anything for you guys. And Nick Nick Maton, all those guys. Yeah. Nick Maton, he's been like 150 right now. Veerling, he's at 222. Veerling was getting hot though for a second. I was he just like to a say, does he hit some bombs? Does he hit some? I bet he hits bombs when he gets hot because that's all he did for Philly. Let's see how many home runs he has? He has uh, two home runs this year and ten RBIs. Let's see here, doubles, six doubles. So he knows how to swing the bat, but he's in a little bit of a slump right now. I think he led off uh, the game today. Brad Hinch, or not Brad Hinch? AJ Hinch has been using him all over the lineup. It seems like every every day the line changes drastically for the Tigers as far as number order, which I don't know if, if I agree with that because, you know, guys normally get comfortable in their spot in the lineup. They're used to it. Um, you know, they, they know who's before and after them. But if you're changing the lineup every day, it's got to be hard as a, as a batter. Yeah, true that. That's uh, that's just no consistency. You don't, no, I don't like that either, dude. I don't know. Javi, though, he's he's been the – 
almost 250, which, uh, you know, to great numbers in the MLB, that's nothing. But um, it, it's good for him as a Tiger so far. I mean, last year struggled early this year, was struggling hard before he got benched in Toronto. And uh, he's 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 woken up the bat a little bit. He's got 19 ribbies, three home runs, and 51 total bases. So he's getting on base more. He's got eight walks this season, uh, getting the strikeouts down as far as, you know, previous previous years, previous games. So it's good to see him True. get back into the swing of things. Before, uh, before we log off today, I do want to give Ronnie a quick shout out because he did call this Lakers run. He did. He did. He did. He did. He did. Is it? You got me, Ronnie. You got me. <laughs> Lakers, I mean, dude, they it's crazy, man. AD, I mean, he had what 40 last night against the Nuggets. Um, LeBron's still doing his thing. And Austin Reeves, dude, like this guy, I think he's legit. He's been a big part of their their playoff push as of late. Mm-hmm. And uh he can get buckets, man. He he's he's a high energy guy. The NBA playoffs and uh has been fun to watch, but MLB with both of our teams kind of being born. It's just been it's just been slow for sports lately. I'm so excited yeah. for football, dude. Oh my I gosh. I can't wait. I mean, I let's talk about that. Hold up. We gotta talk about geez. Keon Coleman. Um, Keon Coleman with the uh Florida State today, that Michigan State's number one rider from Michigan State. Because they're losing everybody. Well, I'm talking yeah. Oh yeah. State's gonna be in shambles next year. They're gonna finish like tenth or eleventh in the big ten easily. Bucks um, going to be in the hot seat. Yeah, 100%. And then uh, how about the NFL, man? Lions end the season, last game of the season, open up the season, uh, primetime football against the Chiefs. Week one, that's the Thursday night game. I'm excited Ooh. for that. Ooh, that's, that's going to be now. good. Mm. That's last how you open time, up the season. Last time Jared Goff played Pat Mahomes was when he was on the Rams. I believe they beat him 56 to 52. That sounds like a lot of defense in that game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I'm, dude, I'm so excited for football. And uh, you know, Michigan, they're gonna be, they're gonna be up there uh, come January, probably in that top four, top five for the college football playoff. I mean, I can't wait to get things started. Me too. Me too. I can't. I I think Michigan's got probably the best running back room in college football when it comes to having oh, yeah. more than one one more than one back with with Blake Corum and Donovan Edwards. Donovan Edwards could be a, a round one pick next year. Like how he played easily. Yeah. Oh, yeah and I'm you know Corum, you know Harbaugh said, you know, he wanted him to go to the NFL, but Corum was like, "Nah, you know, there's some unfinished business here." And I mean, that's going to be that's going to be a one-two punch, probably one of the best in the nation, right? I mean, that's going to be Edwards and, and Corum, uh, it doesn't get much better than that, especially behind that old line. Michigan's got a great old line, so they do. They just they just had another good coming uh, out of Ann Arbor. They just had another good recruiting class for offensive offensive linemen. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of guys out of Ohio too. They got which is even better. <laughs> oh, I love that stat. Wait, a, thank you for bringing that up. Thank you for bringing it. What's uh? You're welcome. I had to. Did you see Peyton Thorne went to Auburn? Yeah, he's not going to play at Auburn. I think there's a guy in front of him. I, I mean, know, there's yeah. no way he starts. Playing for, for what is that, Hugh Freeze? Didn't we talk about him last year? About, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. He oh, was man. a new hire. Yeah, he's got, he's got a great background. Yeah. <laughs> Hugh Freeze, get out of here. 
in the corrupt SEC. Oh my gosh. We'll see. ACC though is going to not be a thing. The ACC? How come? Because I heard like I know this. Like five or six teams are are trying to get out, and I know it's it's Clemson and Florida State. Uh, which if you just stop at those two, those are the two best football schools are well known in that conference. The ACC is not going to be a thing. Mark my words, in at least two years. Not no. At least for what? at least for football. Okay. Okay. Because Notre Dame's write that down. Th- write it down. ACC losing team. Notre Dame's not in the ACC though. No, they are no. I I I brought up Notre Dame because I think they're I think they're going to uh join the Big Ten hopefully. Okay, yeah, seven more ACC oh, okay. teams now exploring options. Seven more. What the heck? I love that. Florida State. Jeez. I feel like basketball stick around, though. ACC basketball, I mean, that's got Duke. That's got North Carolina. Like, I feel like that can't go anywhere, right? I mean, I, I, I feel like the ACC is more, more of a – I wouldn't say basketball. I don't know. You got those two schools in North Carolina, but – it's Clemson, that, Florida I mean, State, North Carolina, Miami, North Carolina State, Virginia, and Virginia Tech have met in private to determine unbreakable the conference wow. current agreement really is. This is Fan Nation College Football HQ. If I have to give the shout out, there it is. But that's uh, specifically for football. Yeah, for football. Uh, it, it, yeah, for football. Mm-hmm. Football. Okay. And you, you already got Oklahoma. And uh, Texas joining the SEC next year, and then you got UCLA. Well, no, it's, and no, it's in twenty twenty four. Twenty. I think this is the last year that it's gonna stand like this. Uh, yeah, yep. UCLA and and who else? USC. USC going to Big Ten. Going to Big Ten. And then yeah. the same year, the college football playoff expands. Wild. Gonna be a wild time. Dramatic. I'm I'm ready to buy this uh this college football on PlayStation or Xbox. I just want to play it. Oh, oh yeah! Did you dude. see that the Holy the cow. players can get um like NIL, NIL deals from it? From it? Yeah, dude, these guys are gonna be millionaires. <laughs> well, Hunter Dickinson, he's he's gonna be going to Kansas playing for basketball for the Jayhawks. Oh my God, he got paid, man! I think he got a mill, and like, I don't even think Michigan was gonna pay him half of that. You no. see, Caleb Love just re-entered the uh, transfer portal. Michigan basketball screwed. Wait, what? Caleb Love, he's back the, in the, portal? the star from North Carolina. Yeah, 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 just re-entered the transfer portal because he didn't have uh, enough credits to transfer to the point where if he were to play for Michigan, his like uh-huh. uh, his his next his first semester he would just be overloaded with classes. So not only is like the academics screwing Michigan, but for instance, Hunter Dickinson, they can't afford these players as well. So Michigan basketball Jeez. is not. In a good spot right now. Not good. Yeah, they're in shambles too. I mean, yeah, Michigan State football not looking good. Michigan basketball question mark for next. You season. think uh, Michigan State bat? Michigan yeah, State football. Okay, when Michigan State is not being coached by Tom Izzo, I don't know if they're going to be. I think they're going to be right where Michigan's going. Yeah. Right. Tom's going to stick around. He's not going to retreat now, is he? Huh? He's getting old. He's getting old. He's getting no, he's getting there. Absolutely, yeah. But not. He's got. He's got. He needs a farewell tour. I think. That's true. Yeah, deservedly so. Yeah, that's do <laughs> it. Uh, uh, episode twenty-one. Twenty-one. In the books. Happy Friday, people. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the weather. I think the weather's supposed to be nice here in the great old Midwest. And uh, we'll text. We'll talk to you next week.
follow us on Instagram at bounce.back.sports. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you next week. See ya.